the blessed solemnity of the most holy body and blood of Christ will be with all of you today. This feast is also known as Corpus Christi Sunday, and we celebrate the true presence, the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. That every time we come forward to Mass, what is brought forward as bread and wine at the words of consecration ceases to be bread and wine and becomes the body and blood of Jesus Christ, the real presence. It is truly him. These past couple of weekends, actually the last four weekends, we've been having a number of pretty powerful feasts within the church. Four weekends ago, we celebrated the Feast of the Ascension. Three weekends ago, we had the Feast of Pentecost, celebrating the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles. And last weekend was... Holy Trinity Sunday, and then this weekend is Corpus Christi Sunday. So it's like all of a sudden, all of these really powerful feasts are just all packed into one. And then we begin going on from here, the regular Sundays of ordinary time, and we conclude the calendar of the church year with the Feast of Christ King at the very end of at the summer. If you remember two weekends ago at uh, the celebration of Pentecost, there was something that was proclaimed or a song that was sung following um, the second reading called the sequence. And the first words were, Come, Holy Spirit. It was longer than that, but that's about all I can remember right now. Um, come, Holy Spirit, shed a ray of light divine, come within our hearts, come within our bosom shine. It was a really beautiful prayer, really beautiful song, and this really beautiful poem. And it's true that Poetry is often the best way to evoke or try to bring out the meaning of what it is and what we believe as Christians. Because in the end, what God is trying to do with our hearts is he's trying to romance our hearts. He's trying to draw our hearts into the love of him. Christianity is a love affair of God with humanity, of God with you, and us trying to respond in the fullest way possible that we know how in return with love. And while that sequence that we sang two weekends ago was rather long, and the one was actually a sequence for this weekend, for Corpus Christi Sunday, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I'm just going to be reading. There's a long version and a short version, so you can thank me that I'm only going to be doing the short version. I just invite you to uh, listen carefully to this beautiful poetry. Lo, the angel's food is given. To the pilgrim who has striven, see the children's bread from heaven, which on dogs may not be spent. Truth, the ancient types fulfilling, Isaac bound, victim willing, Paschal lamb, its lifeblood spilling, manna to the fathers sent. Very bread, good shepherd, tend us. Jesu, of your love, befriend us. You refresh us, you defend us, your eternal goodness send us in the land of life to see. You who all things can and know, who on earth such food bestow, grant us with your saints the lowest, for the heavenly feast you show fellow heirs and guests to be. Amen. Alleluia. What a beautiful gift to be able to celebrate the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Truly, every time we come forward to receive Holy Communion, we hold out our hands and we make within our hands, or if we receive on our tongue, if we make on our hands, we make a throne. 
to receive Jesus Christ. This is not a mere symbol that we're receiving. This is the Lord himself coming down to you, deigning to allow you to hold him within your hands and to receive him into your heart. And in the end, that's the goal, not just to receive Christ with our mouth, but to receive him in our heart so that he can inflame us with desire to love him and to receive the love that he has for us so that in the end we can truly be transformed and become more and more like the one whom we receive, Jesus Christ, so that we can reflect him to the world. People sometimes wonder, why would, why would God give himself in this way? Why would he give himself in such a way that he allows us to receive him in our very heart and soul? Why would he do that? Because he loves what is the one thing that love desires? Love desires union with the beloved. Love desires to literally be with. It's not content just to see or to watch, but love actually desires a union of hearts, union of body with the one whom you love. That's why God allows this to take place. Because he loves us and he desires to actually be so close with us. So what does this look like? I remember growing up, uh, my two brothers and I were at a family dinner. We were blessed to have family dinners quite regularly as a family. Mom and dad were with us. And I remember one particular evening, uh, mom got up from the dinner table and she took her plate and she set it on the counter and she went to the sink and she started doing some dishes. And the three of us brothers watched as my dad got up from the table. He took his plate. He went over by mom, set the plate on the counter right next to her. Just stood behind her and just kind of held on to her. And then they started dancing. And the three of us boys were like, we can't watch this. We can't watch this. We can't see what's going on here. Um... I learned something really beautiful just by watching my dad love my mom. That love desires union. Love desires to be close and to literally move with the person that you love. To literally move with them. To be so closely united with them. And every time we come forward and we receive Jesus and we say, I believe, when we say, Amen. God literally moves with us. He literally moves with us. He's in us. And we receive him when we take him out into the rest of the world and we share him with others when we come to encounter and meet each and every day. God is a lover. He's a lover. He desires union with your heart. He desires that you know how much he loves you. That your heart may be warmed by his presence that he gives to you each and every time you come forward to receive him. Because he's a good lover, he's never going to force himself. He's never going to force himself. God proposes. He's always loving, he's always giving, he never stops. What's that for us to do but to receive? To have a heart like Mary that says, 
Lord, be it done unto me according to your will. Whatever you, re- whatever you give to me, I'm willing to receive. That's the goal of a Christian living is to be able to say, yes, Lord. Do with me as you will. Allow my heart to know your love. Allow my heart to be transformed by your love. So you can move in me and I can move in you. Let's pray for that grace today that we may know and have true faith that it is truly Jesus Christ's body and blood, soul and divinity who gives himself in love for us each and every time we come forward to receive him at Holy Communion.